Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Is a reflection on every video game story ever. My name is Matthew. And I'm Ben. Ooh, spooky. And this is Halloween. Except it's not. It was Halloween a while ago. This is our, this is our second attempt at this, because our audio was bad. Yeah, we, I messed up the microphone. <laughs> the audio setting was wrong. That was spooky. Ooh, spooky. There was ghosts. If, like you, was actually <laughs> if you listen to our Ratchet and Clank one, uh, we said we were going to swap them and make this Halloween. We didn't. It's, no, we said we might. We're recording this after. This is late Halloween episode. Yeah, um, yeah okay. So, oh, today we're, so we're doing Outlast today. <laughs> Which oh, yeah, I missed that part because we the first time we recorded it, we did mention that. We, we played Outlast. Uh, yeah. The first person holding the camera in an insane asylum spooky game. Yeah. Well, I gave my I, I gave my take on the recording that we lost, so you know what I'm going to say. So you, maybe yeah. you go first this time. I well, again on the recording we lost, spooky. I hate. I didn't like this game, and I, I mean, if if you listen to the Resident Evil episode, you'd know why. I hate horror games. I don't like them. Mm. Go away. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, uh, I did say uh, uh, horror like is subjective, but in my opinion, mm. horror games aren't like. As scary as maybe as horror movies or... Yeah, yeah. as a whole, a horror game is like... At the end of the day, it's a game, so they're not going to like... You know, you got to play the game. You're not going to like be straight up killed mid-game and like, you know... Yeah, you're not going to just die. Right, like there's always a second chance because it's a game. Yeah. Um, This game does the thing I hate most about Resident Evil 2 in that... um, you get pursued a lot. Yeah. Except you can't fight back. No. You just have to hide under beds. Yeah, and in lockers. in lockers. Yeah. The enemies in this game are stupid. Yeah, they... They're dumb. They, well, I thought they were really dumb in that, like, if you ran into a room and you ran into a locker, they'd always check the locker next to you, but never the one that you're mm-hmm. in. But that's not true. I've no. been... They've checked... Sometimes they do check the locker that you're in. Some, I mean, they're... They say you, like, run into the room. Yeah. And then they walk in, they're like... Well, guess, guess guess he's, he's not, not here. here. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. See you later. I mean, to be fair, these are the criminally insane. This is true. <laughs> there are a lot of like this game is messed up. 
This game yeah. is weird. Yeah, I think that's one of the strengths is like the yeah. story. It has a story to it. It's not just like, oh, there's a murderer, there's an axe murderer that's going to kill you, like, whatever. There's actual I, story. I have issues with the ending. I have a lot of issues with, like, the final sort of act. Yeah, okay. Well, um, there is more, like, around it. So there's a DLC. I know. Yeah, yeah, I... We didn't play. I watched a walkthrough on this years and years back. And at this, I must have also watched the DLC walkthrough around that same time, because the whole time when I was playing through this, I was like, "Man, where, where's this? When's this part going to happen?" Because in the in the DLC, there's a bloke that's like trying to find his perfect wife or something by like cutting off the genitals of men to like. Oh it's real weird, and I was yeah. like, "Man, I wonder when that bloke's going to rock up." He doesn't. He's not yet. He didn't. So, anyway, haha, this game's weird. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the DLC, like, is both a prequel. It, it covers the whole... Yeah, it, it's... Span. It bookends it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it... I, I haven't... Again, I haven't played it, but I've yeah. heard that it's quite clever in that it covers the whole... I... Oh, does it? Like, it used, actually covers the whole map in reverse. Like, you start at the end, oh, and okay. then you end at the start. That's pretty cool. I but did read the, the synopsis of the walk, like of the DLC for this, just to like, yeah, I sort myself, of. But I read part of it, and then I was like, ah, I'm probably going to play this. Mm. So didn't want to spoil it, but yeah. Um, so yeah, if you didn't know what we're talking about, and it's been four minutes, um, there, it's like you are a reporter. Mm-hmm. You go to this insane asylum because someone sent you an email that said like. Which is the guy that you play as in the... The DLC. whistleblower. Yeah. He sent you an email saying, Oh man, there's a bunch of shit going down here. I just swore. God damn it. Uh, he didn't say that, but I said, said that. that. Yeah. <laughs> but I said that. Um, and yeah, you need to come... The the Murkoff Corp, the you know, evil corporation are doing stuff to these inmates. Yep. Come see. And so you head over there in your Jeep or whatever you've got. You've got some sort of car. Your character stuff. is an idiot too. No one in this... Everyone in this game is stupid. Everyone's yeah. a moron. Your character doesn't say a word, which... No, he has this a voice is the one, I... Yeah, he makes the a screaming. lot of grunts and a lot of, like, yeah, yells, but he doesn't say a word. This is one game where, like, I would advocate for not having a silent protagonist. I think this game would benefit from having your character have a voice... Because you get talked to a lot by different people. Yeah. And what, you don't have anything to say? Yeah, you get talked to, like, way more than you would expect when you're in an asylum. Like... With the inmates. To be fair, you also, like... If if I was in this situation, which I wouldn't be because I'm not an idiot... I, <laughs> I would... I wouldn't shut up. People would be like, Oh, where are you? And I'd be like... Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I mean, you probably wouldn't last very long. No, no. Well, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> just, just get it over with. Just your, run at the yeah, first exactly. dangerous person you your see. Your character make your character pants the entire game. He doesn't shut up. <laughs> he just makes noises. Um, mm-hmm. I hated the game in terms of like I hate horror, but as a game, I think it's. Good. I thought it was it's good. Fun. I thought the story was interesting and probably not what you were expecting when it was like a, you know, when you go, oh, you're going into an insane asylum, you sort of just go. I yeah, think, yeah, that's where me. my issues come from. It kind of goes off the rails. It does go. It does go oh, very yeah. far, especially at the, uh, in the last act. Yeah. Um, 
We'll get there. Though. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're hoping this one's going to be a bit quicker than normal because it's, it's a pretty short game. There's no, nothing. It's only about five hours. Nothing, there are no levels per se. No. Nothing happens. Most of the time, not much happens. You just it's wander. Not, it's not really. Well, it is. It's a linear game, but there's a lot of like breathing room in yeah. terms of the map space. There are parts where you can just sort of wander back and forth. And I mean, you don't need to, no. but you can. But. Like there is, there aren't a lot of like significant moments that you'd say, "Oh, remember when this happened?" Yeah, yeah. There's only a handful of sort of bookmarks that yeah. you can go, "Yeah, this is part of something." But most of it is just yeah, wandering around the place. You've got your camera mm-hmm. with its batteries. I'll get into that. You, I, the batteries are confusing <laughs> in that you you can hold your camera up recording for yeah. an infinite amount of time and use no batteries. But as soon as you turn on your night vision, your batteries are just drains down. the battery. Yeah. Why are all these batteries laying about everywhere? Yeah, well, you need... Why I mean, do you reload your camera like it's a gun? Well, I mean, you, you like... Reload. I mean, you do, you go, but like... <laughs> you do like pull the battery and just put your clip battery in, I guess. I... Yeah. I mean... I like this because the HUD is very, very minimalist. When you don't have your camera up, there's nothing. There's basically nothing. I mean, I made a point of always having my camera up, basically, because oh, there's no reason not to. Yeah. And you get extra, like, uh, notes and things. Like, you can only get... Yeah. He writes... He your character article. writes journal you, notes, yeah. but you can only write journal notes about stuff that you filmed, because yeah. I don't know why. Does he just stop still to write stuff? Sometimes, he, like, he'll get... He gets thrown out a window or something, and then he's like... Uh, I got thrown out a wow. window. Wow. I got, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're just know. stopping dead still. Don't, stop. Don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. No need to do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, the whole point of this is that he's filmed it, so he doesn't need to write down what happened. You'd think so. But, but I guess, know, like, you want... It's just in a moment. You want to feel to like, yeah, to you. you're, yeah, how you're feeling at that point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, things go off the rails. We'll, we'll come to all that stuff. I mean, I don't know if I have anything else to say on in, uh, initial, initial thoughts. thoughts. Like... Uh, there's yeah you basically the the mechanic of the game is that you have no weapons you hide from people you run away if they chase you Uh, you can't fight back is like the main Mm. that's the main sort of thing which I thought was like a sort of newish thing but it's not really it's like it it happened in other games before this so like there's talk about amnesia in in the history bit there'll Mm. be talk about amnesia and that's the same type of thing where you can't you can't fight them um, yeah, you hide, you've got your camera, so, you know, you want to conserve your night vision, but you actually do find a fair amount of batteries, even if you're not looking very hard, so, you usually are okay for seeing in the dark, but, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, as far as initial thoughts, I think, like, I've covered everything. Yeah. Alright, well, stay tuned, we're going to be back for the history section in just a little bit. To the Pass by Gaming podcast, we are talking about Outlast, and we are talking about history right now. Mm-hmm. So, Outlast is a first-person survival horror video game developed and published by Red Barrels, which was like a 
they were a studio created specifically to make it. Oh yeah. Basically, I think that's all. I think that's all they've done right now. Yeah, apart from Outlast Two and Outlast Three three. announced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was released for Windows on September fourth, twenty thirteen, for PlayStation in February twenty fourteen, and for Xbox in June twenty fourteen. Xbox always getting shafted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So the main there's three main sort of co-founders of the studio which is philippe maureen david chateauneuf that's french sure. and they're all french and hugo dallier uh and they i think at least two out of the three of them and maybe all three of them were working at ubisoft in like 97 98 sort of times and they worked on like prince of persia uh, Assassin's Creed. I, some of them moved and worked on Uncharted with Naughty Dog oh, yeah. for a bit. Uh, and then they were all, or most of them were on some sort of EA game that ended up getting cancelled. So they, in 2011, they quit that and they went to make their own company. So they were only a 10-person team, so they were a small studio oh, okay. when they made it. Uh, they... Said they wanted... Oh, they wanted more time creating... So, they, they'd actually become quite high up in Ubisoft, like the few of the sort of heads, and they were sort of saying that they were stuck more in boardroomy stuff, you know, and like, oh, let's decide what yeah. to do. And they wanted to actually make something themselves rather than, yeah, be a decision-making person. That makes sense. So, yeah, so they sort of wanted that freedom, and they also wanted the freedom to make a horror game, which Ubisoft weren't really going to make... Because you know they can't, you can't really put that much resources into making something like that. I guess it's Rainbow not as widespread. Yeah, but is Rainbow Six Quarantine a horror game or is it a co-op action uh, horror action shooter yeah. deal that has zombies in it? <laughs> yeah, I guess you wouldn't call like COD zombies a horror game, a horror no. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they were inspired by Amnesia, as I mentioned in the previous section. Amnesia. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I really don't have much about this. Uh, they when did see, this come out? Twenty thirteen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it took about two years. Um, they said they wanted the story to be unobtrusive, which I guess it is. I mean, if you didn't pick up any notes and you didn't like put your camera up, you'd know almost nothing about what's going on. To yeah, a point, yeah. Like you just if have you the didn't read anything. You. Yeah. What? How would that go if you had no knowledge of? You'd still well, you'd still get the priest plot line because he talks to you all the time, and yeah. you'd still get the end because you talk to a guy. But you wouldn't really know why or what's going on or why any of this makes sense. Or it'd just sort of be like a random series of events in yeah. a row. Yeah. Whereas it does all connect. Um, I guess they obviously said, yeah, it's an unwelcoming game because. You know, it's a horror game. Obviously, that's that's just you, you can't feel, really, you can't welcome. really make a horror game that welcomes everyone, all players. Um, and this is something that I think they did execute, which is uh, it's a quote that I've got here. It says, "If you would meet Hannibal Lecter on the street, you wouldn't know he's a criminally insane person." That's what we're going for. You're surrounded by patients. Some will ignore you. Some will talk to you, and some will try to kill you. Yeah, I think especially in the early parts of the game. Like, you just... Every person you see, you're like, oh my god, are you going to try and kill me? Like... Yeah. I think as it gets, like, well... You start to work middle, it out. Middle to the end, people are like... Everyone you meet will probably try and kill you because they're yeah. very sparse. At the yeah, start, yeah. you're kind of like... There's lots of lots of inmates around, yeah. yeah. Like that wheelchair guy? Ooh. 
Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's one of the like, yeah. Bastard. I actually like, I, I, I accidentally spoiled that bit. Like that I, knew, oh, yeah. that I, knew so- I just knew something was going to happen. I knew it because I saw the, like I'd seen the walkthrough. Yeah. It's still, it's still. Yeah. I like, I can't remember. I think I looked on like something about, I don't know. I was looking up how long it is or something. I was on Reddit mm. for some reason. And some, someone was just like, yeah, the wheelchair guy scares everyone. And then I like, the next thing I saw was like a wheelchair guy in a hallway. I was like, yep, not going this way for a while. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. Uh, yeah, and they had plans to follow it up immediately, like, with sequels. So they had all these plans for the DLC and for the sequels and things. Because okay. the sequel the sequel is in many ways completely unrelated, but also yeah. the connect, the tie-in. It's like Resident Evil where the tie-in is the corporation. Murkoff oh, is still related. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, see, I didn't know what... I know our last two set in, like, rural US in, or something. Yeah, in, like, cornfields and stuff, Yeah. You know? So, um, okay, I didn't know there was like an actual thing. link. But there is a link between them. I thought yeah. it was more an anthology thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I know Murkoff's got something to do with that. I don't want to get too far into it. Uh, and it was, a, you know, it was a budget game. It was only 20 bucks, I think, US. Okay. Five hours content to play through with the whole thing. There's like, I mean, I played it on normal. There's like... You wouldn't play more than Three difficulties, <laughs> I think, or something. It was insane, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you just, that would mean you just get one hit. I don't think you could make the enemies better. Like, it'd just be you get one hit rather yeah. than multi-hit. Yeah. I, uh, maybe, like, batteries are more scarce. Yeah, like, true, batteries. Batteries are quicker. There's an achievement for finishing it without reloading your battery. You such a moron. Yeah, I mean, like, so when you run out of night vision with your battery, you, you still can use your camera, but you're, like, the amount that it can see with its night vision is, like, from me to you right yeah. now. Just a across meter, the table, maybe? yeah, like yeah. A less than a meter. Yeah, so you'd have to play the whole game being able to see less than a meter. Stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, I do like the zoom mechanic in the camera, which we didn't really mention too. Like, yeah. you can you can peek around the corner and you can like zoom really far and see is there something down there that would murder me? <laughs> I yeah. As a game, it plays fine. Mm. But yeah, and you got the sort of lean, so you can lean, lean you can lean good. on a corner yes. and they won't see you, yes. so you can sort of peek around and go, oh, there's a person. Oh. Lean is fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's all I have for sort of the progression of the history. I have for the oh, I also have that it was a it was a PlayStation Plus game immediately when it came out. So like oh, Sony had like paid them yeah. out or something to like put it, you know, obviously because they need to get the money for it. So basically, they were set in terms of sales because they just it was given away yeah. for free. They had yeah. just already got the money. Uh, the composer was Samuel Laflamme. Sure. Sure. You yeah. know, that's how I know how to say that. Uh, the voice actors, there was Sean Baichu playing Miles, who his, his entire diet, he doesn't actually name? have a word. Did I know that? Miles Upshaw, yeah. That's your name. I don't think I paid attention to that. I think uh, you, it's on the top of the email that you get at the start oh. to Miles Upshaw. I know that. No. Um. Yeah, he play he, he his entire voice acting performance is composed entirely of screaming ah, and yeah, panting uh, and being yeah. in pain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he also played Wrench, who is the guy with the face oh, in Watch Dogs Two. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he plays Lion in Rainbow Six Siege. Huh. Yeah. So you know, what do you know? Mm. Uh, we've got Chiwemwe Miller plays Chris Walker, who's the main guy that follows you around. Um, and tries to kill you. He's also played Elias Chicane from Deus Ex. I don't know if that's a main role or not. I just put it in. Let's look. And I also just wrote Helix question mark. I'm not sure why I did that. I did these Helix notes a while question ago. Mark? Yeah, I assume that's the person that he played, but I'm like, 
What's the actor's uh, voice actor's name? Jim Wenway Miller. Ooh. Do you want me to spell that? Oh, I've got it here. Hold on. Okay. Um, um, I'll move on to the next person when yep. we do that. Uh, Andreas Apergis played Father Martin, uh, and he also played Barnabas in the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, who's like the dude that has your ship. Uh, that you go, he's Odyssey. like, yeah, yeah, I played a bit of it. So he's like, he's like your second in command on your ship, and you sort of, you know, he's the only one that talks on your ship as you sail around. Oh, uh, Helix TV show, uh, 2014 2015. Uh, I think he was on it, but I guess I just didn't know it was a good show. Maybe that's why I wrote it. Like, I didn't know if people cared about that show. So he was on that, I guess. Uh, and Elisha Kane, yeah, I did Google him, but I wasn't sure if he was a main role or not. Uh, Anyway, Andreas Apergis, as I said, Barnabas, and he also played Colonel Sanders in X-Men, but I don't know I don't know if that was the main role either. As in like KFC. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He was he was some army guy. I don't know if they he was relevant or not to X-Men. And the other two I don't have any like actual people that they were apart from like the person that they were in the game. So Alex Ivanovici was Rick Traeger, the doctor guy. He was he He's the best actor in the game. He has, yeah, he has like the most lines, yeah. of, of pretty much. I mean, he's only in like one scene, really. Mm. He had, him and Martin, I guess, have the most. And uh, Marcel Janin, Janin played uh, Vernica, which is the you know the, yeah, the scientist guy yeah. at the end. No spoilers, but scientist guy. Scientist guy at the end, yeah. Um, and he only has one cutscene, maybe, and then sort of at the end of the game, he talks a little bit. That's about all he has. Yeah, he says, like, one sentence at the end and yeah. then, like, gives you all the exposition in the world so you can understand yeah. the game before that. Like, And, like, that that is literally all that I have on history for this game. I mean, it's reasonably brief. It's, an, it's, a, no, it's a smaller game. When so. did you say it was? 2013? 2013. Yeah, I... Amnesia was, like, I was 2010, say, yeah. I Amnesia, think. Why? I googled that just before we started. Amnesia would have been a big influence... Another one I was going to say was probably Slender. It might have been influenced by this or vice versa. Mm, yeah. Slender came out 2012, so... Yeah. Because I remember, like, this, Outlast, Amnesia, Slender. There are a whole bunch of those sort of horror games that came out, like, around the same point. Mm. Like, I hated that time in humanity's history. <laughs> yeah. We're running super short, so I'm just going to have an anecdote, which mm-hmm. is that when I first saw this game and I saw, like, the green, you know, the green picture that it yeah. is at the front, yeah. I, I have no idea why, because I'd read the description of the game, but for some reason, I, for the longest time, I thought this game was set in the snow. What? I don't know, like, I, like you're in, like, a snow base and you have to run outside, and that's... Maybe it was just because it was called Outlast. I thought it had something to do with survival. I have no idea why. I have no idea why either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and then, like, the... Uh, I guess the, the grainy green thing sort of made it look maybe like it was Blizzard or something. Yeah, you know, rather okay. than just being in the dark. But some some connection to me made me think that it was, like, a thing where you have a base and then you have to run outside and it's super dangerous out there and everyone's going to try and kill you and then you have to get back to your I base. I don't know where the hell you pulled Exactly. This I just made up this game. That's why I thought it was interesting. SCP... That game also came out 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know. I know that one. You'd know it. SCP. Yeah, you know the one where like there's like a like a like a statue in a room, and if you're not looking at it, it's kind of like a weeping, weeping angel. angel. It's kind of yeah. like that. Look it up right now. The doctor, the Doctor Who thing. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like. Uh, and then the whole concept was you had to click spacebar or something to blink. Get ready to hear me typing, guys. Yeah. 
SCP game. Uh, no, I've never heard, never seen this. Before. That picture right there. With this one. Yeah. What the hell is? It? Yeah, that's the that's the monster thing. I've never seen that before in my life. I don't know. It was based on like the whole SCP thing is like uh, from to the best of my knowledge, like a crowd sourced sort of like crowd written thing where people are like, yeah, okay. oh wow, this this monster punches you in the head if your name starts with the letter L or something. Like they're all oh you have to like write in your name or something. It was just kind of like a whole bunch of like oh SCP one thousand fifty two. Oh, this this one abducts children, blah blah blah, and it was oh, just like was a whole bunch more... of like fan fictiony sort of stuff, and then someone made a game based on okay stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it, but there we I go. can't believe you never heard of it. No, I've never seen that thing before. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So all all these sort of horror games came out around the same point, which mm. is like, has there really been that many horror games since? I mean, I was going to say nothing two, super notable. Right? There's another. There's been another Amnesia. Resident Seven. Like, I think a new Amnesia came out this year. Resident Evil Seven and this are kind of like. Similar. Yeah. I mean, the first person thing, but not really much more than that. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say the the developers watched Blair Witch Project and they're like, "Bro, we could make a game." Oh, <laughs> like that. I was gonna say there's that Blair Witch game came out, but wasn't really bad. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I heard it was alright. Oh, yeah. I don't know that. Blair Witch movie, uh, quarantine movie, Wreck, REC, however you want to call it. All of them are very similar to this. I think. Yeah. I guess there are a few. I was just now thinking about it. Like, there's a few different sort of horror type ones. There's actually one that came out like yesterday that I remember seeing on the store. What was it called? Um, I can't remember, but it was something maybe with a V or. But it was. Uh, you have to like go through a house, like maybe something like Visage, Visage or something like that. Um, you have to go through. No, just Google. Just that's like. Visage game. Um, Look it up you, after you, we record this. And then, so here's what we'll do. I'll be like, wow, what was the name of that game you found? It was Visage. I just Googled it. That's fine. <laughs> <that's fun. laughs> I was right. Uh, oh, it's a spiritually successor to PT, that demo there. Oh, okay. Yeah, PT. Yeah. Whatever it's happened to it? It's made by Sad Square Studios. Oh. Um, didn't the guy that wasn't the guy that did that like really oh, big wasn't it like Kojima Kojima or someone yeah yeah and then he just went and did yeah was it Death Stranding or something it was someone like that it was Kanan what mm-hmm. it was someone anyway, like that and yeah, then something they, happened, they fell it. apart and then yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well, oh that's go. right because PT was going to have Norman Reedus or something and then Konami was like go away Kojima and yeah Kojima it's, it's by Kojima's thing so Kojima was like alright I'll go make Death Stranding completely and unrelated. then we played Death Stranding and I never finished it. No, well, it's it's I I you know what I actually I don't know why I liked it, but I did. But I, I just thought it was got fine. Bored but of it was very weird. Walking with my packages on my back. I got up to a part where I was in World War Two. Oh god! Looking for uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah, yeah. And Mads Mikkelsen was a soldier, but he had ghost soldier friends. I did two chapters and it took me like 15 hours or more welcome to the like uh, death stranding podcast yeah <laughs> maybe we'll finish it one day for the podcast. nope so <laughs> <laughs> no. i should go to the second half right because they said like the second half's like it actually uh, just becomes an action game it's yeah to do after, delivery anymore. yeah you do a bunch of delivery stuff for like 25 hours and then like and that's two chapters and then there's like 14 more chapters which are so much smaller. 
Yeah, so maybe I'm... See, I, I think I got demoralised by the fact that I'd finished two yep. chapters. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess I'm, like, half done. Um, Alright, anyway, let's stop just talking Who's about random games you? that came out. <laughs> <laughs> that are tangentially related yeah. to this one. And we'll head off and we'll come back for the for the main show. We're just trying to sort extend this one a bit, I think. Because it's, it's going to be pretty short. The walkthrough is not going to be, yeah, crazy. There's about detail. five points we can talk about. Yeah, basically. Anyway, All come right. back for walkthrough. Bye. You want to know the mistake you're making here, buddy? You think you're going to find the truth. You think you'll uncover something, and everything will just fall into place. Some grand revelation that'll make sense of all these unspeakable horrors. That'll explain what could drive men to such creative extremes of inhumanity. I hate to be the one to break the bad news. But even when you think you understand what's happening here, you're only gonna be halfway down the rabbit hole. It's always been the case that whoever's holding the money gets to say what the truth is. But then, then what happens when all the money's gone? When everything is based on debt, on credit? Come on, buddy, you can guess this one. It's faith. Money is a matter of faith. All we were ever trying to do is sell you the dream. But you can't make a deal if you've got nothing to bargain with. You gotta be inside the dream to buy it. You gotta have faith. And that's what I'm here for. To make you... Hello, welcome back to the Past Play Gaming Podcast. This is the Outlast Halloween spooky episode. It's not going to come out till the 8th, mid, early November. November. That's the spooky part. Hey, we were were almost like, we, we, we were six... It was six days one side or eight days the other side. Yeah, and we I'd chose eight, we, we chose we eight days pre- after yeah. because of time. Pretty well. Uh, all right, let's let's We're do it. Walking let's walk through, through it. So you, as I mentioned, like a little bit earlier, and you start in your jeep, auto driving along a road. You know, just pretty chill. Uh, and you've got the radio going or something. I think the radio like goes off, which is spooky to start. And you pull up to like the main gate. Yeah, they say he writes in his notes at some point like, "Oh, there must be a jammer." Yeah, a yeah, couple K's out or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the first note you have written when yeah. automatically when you start. So you are miles up. Show you the email was from Wayland Park, who's the whistleblower from the whistleblower DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he basically tells you there's corruption, there's unethical behavior at the Mount Massive Asylum in Colorado. So you just you arrive there, you get to like the front gate house and obviously it's empty and the gate's shut so you have to then you start start playing mm-hmm. so the actual asylum itself is like a big it's huge it's pretty stereotypical I guess for like yeah. old timey asylum type deal like it's an old style building it's no Arkham but no yeah it's an it's an old style building like sort of you know like that sort of brownie brick, brick colour yeah. yeah yeah 
and big towers and like like a cathedral type sort of points and things. Is that what they call them? Sure. I think I'm gonna look that up. Um, yeah, no parapets. You mean or no? That's like, I don't know what like pulpit walls. is then. A pulpit's like isn't that like something in a church? I don't know. Uh, but not on a church. A raised enclosed platform in a church. So. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you're there. You start outside, which is the least scary part of the game, which is nice. The first thing they show you is like there's a bloke in the window, top left. I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't? I don't think so. Oh, well, there's a bloke, like, in the window in the top left or something, and then, like, you don't see the bloke, you just see his shadow, and then he kind of runs away. Yeah, I don't think I looked at that. Yeah. I was too busy. Well, maybe that's later. No, too busy just that's... panicking, generally. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so, the first, the front yard is all well lit, which is nice for you. Uh, you have to, like, open the gate yourself or whatever. Um, there's actually a aircraft or something, yeah. so I'm going to pause this. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Aircraft's gone. We were fine. <laughs> we, we, we were in the bomb shelter for a while, but we came back. Yeah, we're, we're now recording this. This is our Christmas episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's nice and well lit out the front. You sort of, you go to the front door, but obviously it's going to be locked. I'd actually, I'd seen, like, I watched a playthrough on a stream, literally up to the point where they go inside the house, and I'd be like, nah, okay, I don't care. I, I won't do it myself. Um... So, I knew that you, the door was locked and you had to go around the side. So, you have to go around the side entrance. Something does happen when you go through there. Maybe that's where there's a dude in the window. Oh, that... I think when you go through yeah, the gate, no, there's a dude yeah, in the window. that'd be it. And yeah. then that also draws your attention to the fact that that's the you window that you need to get window. to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you sort of climb up some scaffolding because, mm-hmm. of course, it's like the building's in disrepair because, obviously... Uh, and there's like a broken window that you can climb in and then you're inside the actual thing. And I think immediately they like spook you by the lights going out or something in that first Probably. room like, yeah. yeah so this first part like it's there's no one actually tries to get you it's just very psychological but yeah you kind of just yeah I was like crouch sneaking the whole way I cause... think I have my timeline is the first jump scare the where you open the door and the guy's like Ooh. oh yeah that's the first one okay. yeah yeah okay yeah that's so, so that, that's you have to go through the vents to get to that part see so this first bit there's nothing oh like, yeah okay. it's just a hallway basically and I, you just, I just checked every room just to make sure there was no spooks I think there's one the bathroom at the end like as you go near it the door slams shut and you're like oh no mm. but you just you know ignore it and run ignore it yeah I think I think oh is this one where you you climb into the vent and then the guy from the bathroom I comes in I was gonna say right like there are no markers I, I only know of experiences. I don't... I can't place these in yeah. a chronological order. I... Yeah. I mean, I had, like, a list of... There's a list of, like, uh, actual sections that the game gives you, like, if you want to start from a certain chapter. Okay. So, I think this first one's admin one. Yeah. So, you, you go through the vents and you end up... You fall down into the admin circle top area. Yes. And yeah. that's... That's... So, that's the reason you can't go back, right? Because mm. you can't get back out in that vent because it's too high. Um, Just stack some boxes or something. Yeah. Because like... you go through to the next bit and, again, you open this door and there's like a corpse and then there's a room filled with corpses. This is your first jump scare. Yeah. You, are, you open yeah. a door and a corpse swings from the rafters and like... Yeah. Yes. And you, you obviously like... It's made more panicky by the fact that you panic on camera. Like, the, the screen panics for you, doesn't it? It's like a short cutscene bit where you can't have control. I think so. This this game does my least favourite thing about horror games, which is 
or horror in general really the whole horror genre where if there's a jump scare you gotta give that music sting mate mm. you got like Boom! like yeah, you, yeah. you gotta know it's scary right you gotta yeah. hear that it's scary uh, mm. the other thing I didn't mention is that the guy the, the like the Murkoff Corporation is notoriously evil like it's just it's just accepted that they're evil people and they own this it's asylum just, like yeah and yet no one's really done anything about it it's it's like it's in, it's implied in the email and like in his notes that it's 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 completely everyone knows that they're like evil dicks basically. Yeah. Um, so you speaking in that of, room. Speaking of evil dicks, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get some. <laughs> um, so you get in. There's like what they're, they're all the like security police guys or sort of things like like the, the sort think, of military. Yeah, they're actually SWAT they're guys, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cause yeah, because the SWAT guys at the front. Oh, yeah, there's a SWAT van. Yeah, okay. I forgot about the SWAT van. Yeah. But yeah, you do see SWAT guys later that will see on yeah. the cameras. Um, you, you talk to some guy that's been absolutely skewered through his body out yeah, like yeah. his and collarbone. Apparently with his final breath, he tries yeah. to tell you to get he, out. He waits. He just wait, lays in waiting walk for there. someone to rock up. Like, how does he know you're not like an insane person? You're in the dark, right? Yeah. What if some insane dude walks up to him and he's like, man... <sighs> Man, you gotta get out! Oh, oh, dude, it's all bad. You gotta. Insane and people. then the insane person's like, wow, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's like a tiny shaft of light in that room, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. So he tells you to run, and then I remember like my guy writes, "Oh, I can't go back the way I came," and I was like, "I didn't even try." Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I kept moving. I was like, "I have to keep going." It's, it's Lydia. It's a bro. game. I know <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> I, I know I can't leave. Uh, so this, you, I think nothing else really happens. You progress around the corner. And then you go into sidle through a <laughs> yeah. bookcase, and that's when you first uh, encounter Chris Walker. Little thing. <laughs> uh, so he basically throws you like through the window down to the next spot. Yeah. I don't like, and then he's just like, "Oh yeah, okay." He um, doesn't like follow you. And yeah. She's like, "All right, I'll throw like, you down there now." This dude kills everyone relentlessly. Yeah. Except he just kind of grabs you and chucks you. Doesn't he rip someone's head off later? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to remember what, what but I do think that's true, but yeah. I don't know who that would be. Yeah, I think it... Maybe, maybe it's on, like, footage or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, he just, yeah, he just throws you through the glass to the lower area. And then you wake up, and uh, Father Martin is there. And who are you, then? Merciful God, you have sent me an apostle. Guard your life, son. You have a calling. So he, like, I don't know, he just says a bunch of confusing stuff, you know, about about plot. On the topic of Chris Walker, do you learn his name through anything other than, like... Uh, Well, there's you find documents about Chris Walker, and then... At some point, you see, I, I was I was at the same problem true mm. too. At some point, one of your notes is like, "Oh, Chris Walker keeps following yeah. me," and then I'm like, "I guess, okay, just, I guess that's him." Yeah, yeah, I guess that's like him. He, then. Yeah, he doesn't rock up to you and be like, "Hey, I'm Chris Walker. <laughs> You're gonna die." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was only when yeah there was at some point like it's like halfway through the game yeah. where you suddenly write a note being like, "I can't get rid of this Chris Walker guy," and you're like, "Oh, okay, I guess yeah. that's him." Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, this guy, like, he tells you... I don't know, he, he does a bunch of stuff. He, he wanders around <laughs> and no one... <laughs> he's so confusing. He wanders around and he sabotages you most of the time, but then he lets you go... Like, he sabotages something and then he lets you go fix it and then he stops you again. Like There is one funny moment in this game. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to, oh, we'll we'll get get to it. We'll okay. Get so he calls you... This one, he calls you the witness. He's like... There's like blood riding around or something. He... He also calls you his apostle at some point, I think. He's, like, religious to you, but... Yeah. You're the witness, I don't know. And then, I think he said he turned off the power so that you couldn't get out. But then he leaves you, and your immediate thought is to go turn on the power, obviously. And then he doesn't care about that. watch him, like, flip a switch? Oh, yeah, that's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know what this guy's deal is. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's, like... He's he's subtly sabotaging you, but he has you at his mercy multiple times and doesn't force you to do anything. So, I don't know. Um, so this is where you, you have to go where the wheelchair dude is. So you sort of, you peek around a corner and you just see a wheelchair dude. And I mean, normally that, that'd be creepy enough, but I knew something was going to happen. So the thing is, I thought he was going to chase me like an enemy seat. Cause the thing I didn't is know. they fake you out, right? Yeah. Cause you're like, like based on every knowledge of horror games, any person ever has ever, you're like, Oh, I'm going to get jump scared when I walk past this guy. Yeah. I'm going to get pranked. You walk past him like, oh, guess yeah. it's good. And then you faff about for a bit. You have to do something. And you got to pass yeah. him again. And then he, yeah, you gotta go past ooh, him the and then he gets you. <laughs> I mean, I was definitely ready for it that time because I was like, I knew something was going to happen. Yeah. And so when it didn't happen, I the knew it's still what he got me. Yeah. Like, I, so he like, he just sort of jumps out of the wheelchair and like tries to claw at you. And then you kind of like punch him in the face and then he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you just, just run away. There's also a bit here where you go in and there's like dudes watching TVs that are just, just static, static yeah. and just staring at them. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's ever really explained, is it? What that no. means? No, I think they're just... Why they do that? I think well, I because they're mentally insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's a thing that happens multiple times throughout the game. I don't want to get into like critiques of the mentally insane. <laughs> but I think that's just... <laughs> I think they're just trying to paint a picture here. <laughs> well, yeah, but you also write about it in your journal. Like, this is suspicious. I don't know. Oh, I yeah. felt like it was connected. There may actually be something to it. I, But I, that's something with our last two that I know about that's oh, like okay. a spoiler. So, yeah. um, there's... Yeah, already here I've written that the notes, your notes at this point tease that there's more at play than just crazy dudes already, basically. Uh, so you have to turn on the power. Yeah. So you go to the security room, I think to unlock the doors or something. Mm. And then, yeah, you see father Martin runs and shuts off the power for you. So you have to go down to the basement. Good fun. Mm -hmm. And then this is one of the first parts where you sort of get chased around in an area. Yeah. So you go to turn on, there's like two generators and then the main switch or maybe even more than that. There's lots of generators. One, one, two, two, three, three, or four. Anyway. And three and then the main button. Yeah, yeah, three in the main yeah. button. So you turn on the first one and, like, Chris... I assume this is Chris. I thought I this was just a random guy. I think it's just a random Yeah, this is a random guy. Okay. He bursts into the room. Yeah. So you sort of have to, yeah. And he says... I think he's like... Oh, what does he say? He's like... It's something to do with, like, a cat. He's like, oh, there's no putty tat here. He says something like that. Oh, if you can God. get an audio clip of that... I'll try and find okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah, so this is one of those ones where, yeah, you, he, he'll, he'll lurk around and stalk around, and if he sees you, he'll chase you, hunt you down. Yeah. Like, 
I, I sort of this is one of the more thrilling parts for me because like thrilling well because <laughs> I there's two of two of the rooms we have to use are right off the edge of the mm. button so I did the first one snuck to the second one turned it on then I went to leave and he found me and so I literally just legged it out and it was, right. I was legging it into a spot that I had no idea where I was going so you know like you're just running. That's you, this whole game. I just <laughs> I just picked a random corner and yeah. just turned, and then I ended up in a room, and I could like there was lock, luckily there was a locker in there to save it. You can also you can slam the doors behind you, and like it, you complete, slam every door, every door you sl- you yeah, shut. If you shut slam. a door, you always slam it's always it. a slam. Yeah, what's wrong with him? I don't know. <laughs> you can open doors stealthily, but you can't close them stealthily. Yeah, you're like sneaking away from someone. You're like doom doom doom, bang. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah. So if you slam the door, it takes them like three hits to get it down. Like hmm. where they can't just open it. Like, it's not like you locked it; you just slammed it. They're just like they can't open it. They just oh, beat it I down. Um, but yeah, like so that buys you time. But yeah, so I was just sort of sprinting left and right, and then you have to sort of, as you do a lot of times, you have to sort of get past someone by sort of they move forward, you and jump you into the next room, hide, they go past, yeah. and then yeah. yeah. Uh, so you turn on the power. You go in, you're like, haha, game complete, let's go, uh, open the doors, and then you get, uh, again, ambushed by Father Martin. I'm sorry, my son. I didn't want to have to do this to you. But you can't leave. Not yet. There is so much yet for you to witness. Will you see it? Can you? Our Lord, the Wall Rider, tearing his truth into the unbelievers. The only way out of this place is the truth. Accept the gospel, and all doors will open before you. Uh, so he, he like injects you with some sedative or whatever. Yeah. And then he shows you on the screen the SWAT guys bursting in and then them getting killed by, like, oh, the invisible I man. Think that's... No, no, okay. No, I was thinking that's where you see the bloke's head get ripped off, but no. Yeah, like, the SWAT guys run into the room and then it's, like, the invisible force just yeah. kills them all. They, like, ragdoll. Yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> the highly trained SWAT guys. <laughs> I mean, they are... He is, they are fighting an invisible man. I mean, yes, but... Uh, so then, see, again, like, Father Martin has you at his mercy to do whatever he wants, and he just puts you in a prison with a door unlocked. I hate this. I hate this bit. So I this is... Bit I like, this is, like, the second section that they call yeah. for you, which is the prison block. Uh, so, yeah, this one's pretty basic. There's, like, there's two dudes that you walk past early, and they're like, hey, I really want to kill this guy. Okay, and we should do that. And they're oh, like, yeah. Oh, Father Martin doesn't want us to kill this guy. Oh, yeah, but I think I'm going to kill him later. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and they're sort of like minor antagonists for a while. I think they end up chasing you. They, I think they're also in... I, I don't know if it's them that are in this uh, this bit not long after. But so you, anyway, you proceed through the prison block and there's a bit where you learn you can vault outside windows and like hang and mm. go around. And so there's a bit where it's it's really stormy and you're on like a catwalk. And you you heading forward and you see that there's a guy walking towards you. Mm-hmm. And I really liked this the first time. I mean, liked. Yeah, liked. Yeah. But I was like, I knew there was windows to my side. And at first I thought someone's going to jump in at me. But I just I saw this guy and I just started backing away. And then without warning, 
I just you just get bladed through your gut from behind. Oh, you don't get hit. You just get murdered through your mm. immediately killed. And at first, I thought, oh, this is a cutscene or something. Like this is supposed to happen because there's guys coming from both ends. Yeah. So you have to vault out the window. Mm. But I liked how it wasn't just like the guy hits you once. Yeah. It's like yeah. you this actually like, just get insta killed yeah, because you, I was this backing is up. Tutorial. Yeah. yeah. I was backing up towards a dude with a knife, so he just <laughs> kills me. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. So you have to like vault out the window, sidle along the outside. I mean, at this point, I just risked the drop <laughs> to get out. Yeah, <laughs> just just fall. Why this dude? Like this dude, dude deserves the Pulitzer. Like yeah. <laughs> he has gone so far to get this scoop. I would, and it's storming outside. He's just yeah. shimmying along these ledges. Yeah, how does he not fall ever during yeah. these shimmies? I, yeah, I know. <sighs> Uh, yeah, so you, that, the prison block, like, the prison block's way longer than that, but that's most of what happens. Oh, there's one part where I think you're about to get out, and you, like, do something, and then Chris, like, bursts in through, like, a window or something, and in, like, the control, in, like, a control area, and he chases you for a bit. Oh, is that here? I think so. Yeah, Maybe sure. it's later. Yeah. I don't know, there's a lot of bits here where you're going through, uh, airlocks and stuff. Yeah. Uh... So you go into the sewers is the next part. Like you, you think the sewers are the way out, but they they never. There's no indication of that. You just you just come up. You come up with that idea on your own that the sewers are going to get you out. This and then they never do. This would be the bit I'd just give up. Like, <laughs> not only am I being chased by maniacs left, right, and center, but now I'm waiting around in the sewers. Yeah. Like just. I cannot think of a worse fate. Yeah, I yeah. Again, I don't understand what his logic was here. Like he just out of nowhere, he just writes, "Oh yeah, I need to go through the sewers to get out." And then for no like no nothing uh, inspired that logic. He just come up with that idea. So he goes down into the sewers, and then of, of course all that does is lead him back into a different part of the prison. So again, this is basic stuff. You go around, you pull switches. This is mostly what you have to do. You have to go do objectives. While there's dudes chasing there's not, you. Yeah, again. Chris is not, around Like, again. the whole gameplay is sort of just hiding and running. There's no... Yeah, hiding and It's not a story game, right? In the sense that, like... You know, Uncharted is a story no. game. Or the, even, like... The story slowly builds as you go, but not really. Not much. It's more linear than, say, Out of Wilds. Oh, yeah. But... There's still, like, nothing... Nothing bookmarky happens, really. No. I mean, we are coming up to a bit that's sort of more relevant which is when you get out of the sewers uh you go to the so you go to the mail ward is the next section and you come to a part where you're getting chased for some reason like you, mm. you you trigger some dudes and you're getting chased and you run into this like thing and there's a guy like hey uh, get in the dumb waiter yeah. i'll help you out and he sounds like a nice guy he does actually sound like a nice guy. I so don't you, trust this man. So you get in the dumb waiter and you come out and it's a cutscene and he's just a crazy doctor guy and doesn't wear clothes. He just wears like he a just doctor wears his apron. apron. Yeah, oh, I'll let the cutscene play about now. You're not one of them, are you? Quick, get in the dumb waiter if you want to live. God damn it! Chase you, buddy. Hey, you're that priest's guy, aren't you? <sighs> His witness or whatever. You must be 
Exhausted. No, let's take a break, huh, buddy? The old two martini lunch? Hmm? Have a little confab, blah, blah. Failure than you look. A little cardio wouldn't kill you. Okay, here we go, arms and legs inside a car at all times. <laughs> You know, I love the mountain air up here at night. You, you want to head out and take a stroll? <laughs> Go ahead, I'll wait here. <laughs> Go on, run free. <laughs> I'm in no hurry. No? All right. Nose to the grindstone, I like that. Okay, then, right this way. You're probably not coming any use anyway. Truth be told, I was just tired of looking my own stance. Here we are, then. Uh, thanks so much for coming by. We'll begin your consultation in a moment. We'll just need a second to wash up and, uh, oh, movies. And it'll give us a chance to talk. You know, I'm a bit worried how much time you've been spending with Father Martin. I, I know, I hope you haven't been letting him confuse you with all this holier-than-thou Bible-thumping. Uh, no offense to the man, but I sometimes worry he might just be a little bit crazy. It's understandable. Many people get scared. Fears like to turn to God as anything else. And God died with the gold standard. We're on to a more concrete thing now. You have to rob Paul to pay Peter. There's no other way. Murder in it is the simplest form, but what happens when all money's gone? Well, money becomes a matter of faith. And that's what I'm here for. To make you believe. You paying attention? Don't pass that on me. There's so lots for you to absorb. You're better, right? You understand how we cheat here? We made the consumer into the means of production. This thing is gonna sell itself. <laughs> That's the main part. So that, actually, I don't know how much of that I would have played because it's quite long. So there's yeah. a, there's a bit he he sort of straps you into a wheelchair, and he's like, "There you go, yeah. you can leave." Yeah, yeah. And then go he ahead. yeah he rolls you to a bit where there's a door that's open to the outside, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to go? Off you go." And you're just like, "Oh damn, I'm strapped." And he's like, "Oh okay, I guess let's go." Okay, you don't want to go. Why? This way. Why can't you walk? Because you just strapped. He's strapped you into a wheelchair, like yeah. with the like restraints. Oh, yeah. He's restrained yeah. you into a wheelchair. So then he's like, okay, you don't want to leave. Let's go this way. So he rolls you on. And then for, for no apparent reason, he just cuts off your fingers. Just Does he say? Because I was reading reading the Wikipedia article after this. Just to like... Because I played it and then I was like, all right. I need to know what happened to you. <laughs> so I read the whole article and it says he's like, oh, he was going to cut off like your genitals and... Something or other. Well, I'm sure it was. He that? Just, I don't think so. But he just cut off mm. one finger on each of your hands. Yeah. Because why not? 
Yeah. Um, Man, nah. So you do if you there's there's I think there's some point you're in the doctor bit a little bit before this you meet him and there's a bit about him like being like going starting to go crazy and there's all like documents. He is actually like a doctor person. He's not an inmate. Yeah. Um, and he you know was experimenting on the patients and stuff, classic crazy stuff. So he leaves and you have to you somehow get out. I, th- I don't know how you, you get just out of shake chair. back and forth and then you're free. I don't know how that you would work. You use right stick shake back Yeah, I know, but why did I get you out of the arm restraints? I don't know. Have you seen the dude? He's, like, all just sinew, and he probably just, like, tied it on, like, as much as he could. I don't know. I guess no. you somehow you get out of there, yeah. this little chair, and then you're sort of wandering around. The dude comes back in and, like, murders some guy for no reason that was just laying in a bed thing that he... Like, he, he's, like, he was already massively wounded. Like, he had, like, his leg up and his yeah. arms blade and then the guy just comes in and just kills him and then he goes in to check on you and he's like oh you know F the dude's escaped and so he starts and so then you gotta run and you know you every bad guy in this game and I think they say it in the documents everyone looks like they've been autopsied yeah like they've got the whole Y shaped cut on their chest and even their face yeah it's the same thing Mm, yeah 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 and yeah all the cuts and the sort of bleeding I hate it bits yeah uh so of course the elevator doesn't have any power or something or it doesn't have a key or one of these things so you have to go around again yeah. and he's, he's following you he's the one that's chasing you this time sort of stalking you he's got like a heaps of patients around too like there's like two yeah. massive full wards yes. of dudes uh eventually you get to the elevator yeah eventually you get the key you turn on the elevator he like comes to try and get you and he gets like cut in half by the elevator Basically, I mean, it's just him going, blah, most of it. And then you then write something in your book, and I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I'm not but sure. I think it was kind of funny. So I'm going to try and find it quickly in a walkthrough. So this, you actually get to the bit where you can go outside, then I think. Like, After this, yes, yeah. Yeah, so you get to that door that was going to lead you outside. Yeah. But of course, it's not actually outside. Like yeah, it's just a courtyard that's still within the bounds of the area, so you can't leave. Um, Father Martin's like you're supposed to be meeting Father Martin or something. He told you to meet him outside at some point during this. He like see he, yeah. he sort of oh, meets this you. is before he sends his lackey to come get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sort of like somehow meets you, or maybe has written a message on the wall or something for some reason that he needs to get you. Oh, I remember why you're getting chased by anyway to get to the Rick Traeger bit, but that's fine. Uh, it's just a random thing, but I mean, there's the two dudes that are chasing. Oh, yeah, that's what, yeah. That, yeah, those two guys. Um, that's actually a good section, by the way. This is before the doctor part, where like you sort of go into a bit. It's one of the few times where you like get sort of surprised into having to run, you know, rather than I found the thing. Uh, <laughs> so you like you get into a room, and then suddenly one of the dudes starts breaking in, sort of thing, rather than and he sees you, yeah. and then you have to sort of like run really through a bunch of different doors, slamming doors, running like a path that you hadn't seen been before. Anyway, tell me I about this the comedy. Yes, okay. So after you you trap like Traeger, the doctor gets in the elevator and killed. If you're recording with your camera, you'll get this this very lovely uh, note. How to make Traeger juice. Step one, squeeze. That's it. <laughs> I didn't record that, I don't think. I think. I guess I walked out of the elevator before I started recording. Uh, oh, God. Um, that's why I didn't get 100% documents, I guess. And, uh, so, 
Yeah, he like he tells you to go outside, but he's not outside. Like he says, "Meet me outside." So you head outside, and outside sucks because even with night yep. vision on, you can barely see anywhere, yep. and it's just completely open. It's like you know, it's not like you have any walls to guide your pathing. So it's like there's tiny flashes of lightning and like a couple of lamps, and that's you all have you to, can like, do. Kind of, yeah. So light yeah, down. luckily there's not really anything around here most of the time. There's a bit. So you get through out of the first courtyard and you go under, and there's you see the wall rider thing the spook monster mm. invisible mm-hmm. spook monster guy don't you see it a bit earlier I think you see like you actually see mist. it maybe yeah I, well I remember after this you write in your notes like I've seen the wall okay. rider yeah. um, why is it called that I don't know because Germany I was going to say is it Germany I'm going to look that up because Germany you do hear about the wall rider before that like it's yeah. like people worship it or and they're scared of it and like whatever uh, so and then there's one bit where you're outside and Chris is out there as well because why not and he chases this you dude a bit. is relentless he's why just always he where you, you are yeah just kill some other people what like. have you done I don't know he just really hates you uh, that puts you in the now to the female ward because you know you have to go every place in the whole asylum <laughs> before you can finish I don't understand how you can I mean I guess like it is an insane asylum, right? So, like, they're not going to make it easy to escape. Yeah, I know. But, like, you manage to escape every section just into another section, yeah. not into the yeah. outside. Um, so, yeah, the female ward. This is where you find uh, the theatre, which has, like, a video from Vernica about, like, his experiments that he's been doing. Yeah, I just got to that on this walkthrough. To... Yeah. I'm trying to find the next funny line. Yeah. He's so. I I thought that this was relevant, but I'm not sure if it ends up being relevant. Where it says only a test subject who had witnessed enough horror was capable of activating the engine. Yes. Uh, is that the? Is it called the Morpheus engine? Or did I make that up? Is that something else? No, it does start with M though. Maybe I made that. Look, Morpheus is I'm like the god of dreams or whatever. So that's what made you think. Of is it, he? But. I just know him as the Matrix guy, oh. <laughs> which <laughs> makes sense. He's the, the god, god of, of dreams, dreams yeah. but. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. I didn't write that in my notes anywhere, but I think there's like something called the Morpheus engine and it creates the wall rider. And, but I, I thought that had something to do with like, yeah, because you're witnessing a bunch of horror, I mean, at the end, but I'm not sure if it does. Uh, it's called... Um, um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you're in there. You, for some reason, you have to go up to the theatering part. I don't know why. Chris is there again. He's always Morphogenic there. engine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. The morphogenic, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, again, about this this thing, do you does that relevant to you? you Which know bit? I mean? Like, only a test subject with witness enough horror was capable of activating the engine. I thought that had something would have something to do with something at the end, but... I think, like, that's part of the reason they pick the inmates and, like, mess them up, right? Yeah, I guess. I so, I, what I got from it is they have... Because... No... This isn't my view. This is the view of, like, society. <laughs> People don't give a shit about the mentally insane, right? So they're like, screw it, we'll do, we'll do our experiments them. on them. Um, so they pick them, they mess them up, because if they're all tortured and, like, messed up and beaten and blah, 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 then they'll have the capabilities to activate this engine and summon the wall rider. Yeah, yeah, but the wall, riders, the wall rider is, like... Oh, I guess the wall rider is its own thing. The wall rider is... Kind of a The wall rider's like, its own thing, but it, it takes a host. Yeah. yeah. The wall rider, also known as the swarm, is the main antagonist. 
Uh, it is the source of the madness that seems to infect most of the asylum's inhabitants and the deity of Father Martin's religion and his followers. Mm. So, yes. So, you escape the theatre, you escape the female ward somehow, I think, you know, some reason. Oh, mm. I, the way back there was, I missed a note where there's a guy in the kitchen that just burnt everything and he just has like a weird... Yeah, dialogue. he's like, go out through the kitchen, leave me to burn. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to turn the sprinkles on. Yeah, that's the only way you can get out. So he's like, go out that way. And you're like, well, i got to turn the sprinkles on to do that. I don't know. And then you later he's encounter that person. guy. Do you? Oh, okay. I can, yeah, because yeah, he had a weird haircut. Oh, okay. So anyway, dude's trying to just live his life and die and burn. You're like, nah, mate, screw that. Yeah. <laughs> i got to get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Yeah. Uh, so you get out of the female ward in some manner, and you end up back in admin again. Mm-hmm. On, but you're on the higher part that you were at the start with when he threw you down. So again, see this. And now finally, you've actually found Father Martin after all this like stuff. Um, you've been through like three different sections, and yeah. when he just told you to meet him outside, and you meet him inside <laughs> because he's not outside, and he keeps like teasing to you like. Oh, you'll see the truth or something. You're the witness. You gotta witness the stuff. Let's come witness it. Uh, but he doesn't make it easy for you because you're like, everything's locked and everywhere. Like, you gotta, just you gotta get, go all me, get me an escort. Yeah, just, bro. yeah he's got people with, that work for him <laughs> exactly. that like tell you, like, oh, you gotta go this way, there, You gotta go this way, dude. Go get do like, this thing. How is it this hard? Yeah. Oh, I think there's a bit here too, somewhere in this part, where you like, you go for a jump. And then you drop your camera down a hole, like three floors down. Is this down. before the Father Martin? It is, eh? Yeah, yeah, this is before you meet Father Martin. Yeah. We're getting near the end. Yeah, this I know. Is, we're already see, near that's the, end. the thing. Like, yeah. You go for a jump, and the the thing starts the breaking. Starts to break. Are you out running? You're running away from I think you're in a chase, maybe. Sure. And, yeah, you drop your camera, and it falls not only down to the floor, but down through the floor to the next floor. And then you... You pull yourself up, but then you like you have to jump. Have to you have to, yeah, you can't. It's too dark, so you yeah. have to jump down, and then you have to this do this bit, bit without sucks. night vision, where you have to sort of yeah. You have you have to go to a spot and be like, okay, where's the next bit that's actually like, lit, oh, so I can see. Objective. You can't see without your camera. Yeah. <laughs> so you head down into this whole area, and you have to get this whole bit to get your camera back. Uh, yeah. So you. I've, I've, my notes are really short here. Like, mm. so you go through this whole area. He he slowly lures you up and up and up, and you end up in like a dorm area where there's like lots of little. Have we rooms. Talk, well, I mean, yeah. Well, once you drop your camera, you go down and get it. Yeah, yeah. And then like you pick it up, and you hear you hear like rustling from either side of you the whole time. And you pick it up, and you turn on your night vision. There's like four dudes, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, there's dudes immediately <laughs> on you. Yeah. I have to cut that, but then you just have to yeah, wag yeah, it yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I hated that. I, I was thinking there was something there, but I skipped it all in my notes. Yeah, I um, hated it. Yeah, so his place is up this spot, and again, there's more people watching the static TVs up here in the dorm mm. area, and there's all these people that like pray on their beds, like they're all religious dudes yeah. of his. Uh, and so you eventually you go in and you meet Martin properly doing his thing. Am I ready? You are. We will join the wall rider in just a moment. My job. You alone shall escape the tower. 
This is your penultimate act of witness. The promise of the prophets was always freedom from death. And, and here it is. You will watch and record my death, my resurrection. And together we will be free. You are no longer in any danger. I fixed the elevator. It will take you to freedom. We will all of us be free. Now, my son. He just, he just, I don't know. He just kills himself. Like, I don't know why he does that. But this is the, this is the funniest part of the game to me. Because after he, he burns himself, and then you record it, he leaves a note that just says, "Well, I mean, the first line is, I can't believe Father Martin just uh, one upped Jesus Christ himself in shit ways to die." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're in this insane asylum, and you feel the need to be like. Oh, that was pretty rough. That was a good one. That was a good one line. I'll, I'll save that one for my stand-up routine. Um, yeah, so I mean, he literally just wants you to film him killing himself. I was like, why couldn't we have done this at the beginning? Why couldn't he have just yeah. picked you up when you yeah. fell through that glass and just like, said, "Hey, hey, hey this film this. I'm gonna kill myself." <laughs> so he crucifies himself and burns himself, like, yeah. and then. He leaves you a key. He's like, you can use this key to get out. Yeah. You're like, sweet. It's finally over. Let's go. You get chased by Chris again on the yeah. way out. You get to the elevator. You're like, haha, let's go. It, it's, ding, it's ding, like, ding, ding. You see the exit. You're like, all right, open sesame. It's, it's like, yeah, the weirdest. <laughs> it's like the elevator knows. Like, it goes down all the floors. It like opens up on the bottom floor where the door is leaving. It like sits there for a bit. You're like, okay, let's right, go. Come on, it's like, like no, 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 no. Down. <laughs> so you keep going. Uh, so you just keep going down, and yeah, it just takes you to some weird underground lab that's yeah. like completely different. It's coming in ice. This lab. Yeah. Oh, there's a weird. There's weird stuff here, right? I'll have to get to it, but. So you, at this place, at this point, you're like writing your notes like, man, freaking, oh, I hate them so <laughs> oh, much. you bastard. <laughs> and then, so you walk, you're walking through and you see a door and through there, there's like, I got no idea what's going on. It's like a hangar, right? And the doors are slightly open hmm. and it looks like there's a freaking Mars rover there and it looks like the surface of Mars out the door. Oh, Yeah. No, I and think I it's thought, just like, like... Are we on a different planet now? Like, what happened yeah, here? it is really red, but I think it's just to say, like... Hey, you've been in here long enough, it's now sunrise. I but think it looks like... But it is really underground, red. And it looks like the surface of Mars. Let's have it's a like there's a truck in this underground lab. Based on this walkthrough I'm looking at, the Jesus Christ one-liner is at uh, two hours, eight minutes. Uh, there, are, This goes for two hours, thirty so yeah, well, it took me like five hours. Close, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's a quick yeah. I, I can't imagine like going through that. I so I was like, six, seven, at this like point, when I saw this Mars thing, I was like, if, is this whole thing happening on Mars, or like, is has this whole thing been a dream? Like, what a twist! <laughs> what's happening? 
Where is it? Um, then, also unexplainedly, considering you have Oh, here, yeah. Yeah, can you see it? It looks... Hold up. It doesn't seem like something you'd need in an underground lab. Yeah, yeah, look at... Yeah. Like, that, I, does, that does not look like I where know, you were. Yeah. At all. Well, I mean, you're in Colorado, which is, like, super mountainous. But you're, right? you're, you went down. You went underground. Yeah, but I guess you're just, like, further down the mountain or something. I guess. Right? Like... But why do they need all this convoluted way to get in if you can just get in from the outside? Because <laughs> then maybe it's hidden. I don't know. So, yeah, considering you... Why is the door open? I don't know. That's what I mean. You could have... Surely someone would have noticed it. You, you should have started here. here. Exactly. I mean... The whistleblower didn't feel the need to be like... Hey, hey there's an underground lab entrance bro. over here. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, also, logically, you had the key that was the only way to get down here. And somehow, Chris Walker gets down here. <laughs> Maybe he went outside. He went outside. <laughs> the under- he, ah, he, we figured yeah, it out. That's he left, he went through the secret door. <laughs> so you get, in, I think you get chased by the wall rider. And yeah, you see it and you're like, You Uh-oh. see it, but you work out you can only see it with night vision yeah. on. Yeah. So you ru- you leg it and then you run through like a door. He grabs you, but then he gets killed. He being Chris Walker. I think, yeah, Chris Walker yeah. grabs you. And then the wall rider shoves him into like a fan. Yeah. Oh, it, the wall rider looks like when you see it, it looks like just like a black mist. Person, it's just mist human. Yeah, like shadow black, ghost, black smoke human. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, what gets said about Chris Walker when he dies? Is there a funny line? I don't know. If it's funny. Uh, here he is getting. Um. First sentence. This is the way you die. <laughs> Ripped to pieces from the inside, watching your marrow scatter on a concrete wall. You've escaped one hell, Chris Walker. God help me, but I somehow hope you don't find another. Well, look, this this guy's good at his job, you know. He's a bit of a wordsmith. He's something, all right. Bit he's, of an idiot. He's very poignant in this, like, life or death situation. Yeah, like, Phew, that was pretty rough. Better write about it. There's <laughs> <laughs> a weird smoke demon trying to kill me. Better write about it. <laughs> like, just run away. Uh, so, yeah, you come in, you enter a room. But this is weird because I felt that this room, I, I felt like I didn't have to enter this room. I felt like it was a side room and I walked in and it was oh, like was the this, entire yeah, plot was there. Yeah. So, I guess probably if I kept going, I would have found out that I couldn't go anywhere else. But Oh, yeah, because eventually after you do this talk, he opens a door in front of you, like when you leave. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, you go in there and you meet uh, Vernica. Try to explain I know, I, I know. I am supposed to be dead. No, no such luck. I am older than sin, but somehow the only one left because of Billy. He takes care of me. He may think I'm his father. He certainly loves me. Idiot. Do you know what this symbol represents? It warns of a nanohazard, microscopic machines, technology we have had for decades but never mastered. Birkhoff discovered in my research a workaround, turning the cells in the human body into nanofactories. It's the natural function of cells to produce molecules, but through psychosomatic direction, we engineer the precise molecules necessary. Mind over body. It was foolish and wrong to think we could control it. 
to use madmen to make something so strong. You have to stop him to murder Billy. Turn off his life support, his anesthesia. You have to undo what I've done. No one can get out of this place while he lives. You must kill him. So dude's really old. Is he like... He's unnaturally old, Because he's right? a Nazi. Yeah. So, assuming... Yeah, Assuming, have... right, he's 20-ish. He'd have to be mid twenties in yeah. 1940s. So, born 1920-ish. Yeah. So, he'd have to be... He'd be like 100. 90... Yeah. I think he, I think that I think it's, he mentions that, okay. that Billy or whatever is sustaining him or something. Oh, maybe. I, I think Well, if you, if you listen to... You would have just heard the cutscene, but I think that's what he says. Yeah, but I think it's plausible. He's not, like, unnaturally old, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, But he's in a wheelchair, you know, he's in his own little chamber thing. Yeah. And he talks to the glass. How's he got food? How's he got... Well, the the water rider feeds him. And brings him, like, sandwiches or something? I don't know, I guess. (laughs) Billy likes him. Yeah, sure. But, so Billy's just some guy that one of the inmates... Is Billy ever mentioned prior to this? In no in documents, uh, uh. you find out about Billy, uh, and so he's the host of the War Rider, and Wernicke tells you to kill him, even though he's like friends with him. I mean, he's not friends with him, but like he Billy likes him. He doesn't really care. I think he's just you know Nazi scientist. He's, yeah, he's a Nazi. I mean, like so this part is another like so you you head down again. It, like this is so. Far removed from like the bit of the, when you're opening, yeah, you're entering the asylum. Yeah. You're like, I don't, this is the worst part. Of in this thing. underground lab, there's this giant orb thing that he's in. That it's not to, horror anymore. It becomes more of like sci-fi. This is, this science is like, fiction, yeah. This is like Wolfenstein territory. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. And so you have to like run to different spots to like. You have to shut off the like. Yeah, the life you support, read something and it's like, yeah, you got to take out this. this and this, and when you've done that, you can then push this. Mm. So you go and you like. Like his fluid system or something. Yeah. And he's like, man, this is how his lungs work. And you go and you like turn a valve and then Wall Rider appears and you're like, and he chases oh. chases you to the next spot. I don't and, know and then like, you have to, you have to have your night vision on to be able to see him, but it's also very well lit. So you're yes. like, it's very well lit and it's ice. Yeah. So it's like, you turn it on and you're like, I can't see anything <laughs> except the Wall Rider. <laughs> I can see him. So then you got to go to the second place where you have to go up about 1,000 10 flights of stairs. million stairs. <laughs> oh, my God. If this were me, dude. I am. This dude barrels up the stairs, yeah. too. Doesn't hesitate. Doesn't stop at all. There are so many stairs. You're like, don't even get me into, like, the specifics of running upstairs, right? Yeah. That's difficult enough it is. But this dude's just going up just like it's a ramp. Thank God that when you start to go down, the dude grabs oh, you yeah. and throws you the whole yeah. way down. Do, and somehow you, you don't do die the from thing, that. And then the wall rider, because you got to make a jump at the end. Yeah. And you make you go back to make the jump, and the wall rider like catches you midair and goes uh uh uh, so then like you. brings you to the ground, which really like thank you, wall rider. <laughs> I didn't want to get down those stairs again. Yeah, no, I'm I'm exhausted. I mean, down's thank better you. than up, but still. Yeah. But like, how do you run downstairs? I can't run yeah. downstairs. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't really step, run. You're dead. Yeah. You can sort of speed downstairs, but you can't run. Mm, I guess. Um, anyway, Wall Rider gets you. Something happened. You, get, you, you do all three, and you run, and you shut off the thing, and yeah. it starts to go, but for some reason he survives for, like, an extra whole minute, so he just beats yeah, you up Yeah, you're just watching this Billy bloke, like, die in this... I God, I wish we could, like... 
I wish this wasn't an audio format because this is like the thing he's in is like a like it's like a bubble but it's he's like, like a sphere but he's weirdly he's posed in he it he always uh, leans are backward like yeah. I don't know eh? but, it's weird but he's dying and the war rider's just beating him the war rider's like oh my god I will beat the hell out of you for doing that <laughs> and he like beats the crap out of you and then like puts his hands in yeah, your body of, or something yeah he's sort of like and yeah. you're like uh oh and then he just disappears and you're like haha did it yep. you're like wow that was easy and then you stumble but out you are, yeah you are like crippled at this point you can barely walk you yeah. like are limping out you're this sort of passing like, out oh, I'm, bits. I'm gonna I'm gonna die they're not gonna make me walk through the whole mansion to like get this. out <laughs> you know I knew something was gonna yeah. happen like you, you're basically yeah you're stumbling around you're falling down uh, and you limp to the end and the I... doors like the well not the end you only live just out of that first area that you're at and the door's sort of open Even seeing this walkthrough years and years ago, I'd forgotten what had happened at this point. And it, oh god, I felt so cheated. Yeah, like, it was a pretty disappointing ending. I was like, yeah, this might be one of the most disappointing endings because it's just such a like. Because you get there and you're like, the German bloke's there, Wernicke or whatever, and he's got a military army. He's got another him, SWAT team. You're like, him. wow, I'm saved. Ha ha! And then you get shot. And then they and just shoot like, you. Oh? And then. The, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. And then Wernicke's like, oh my, oh my God, yeah, he's you, got the beast. Yeah, you bleed out, and like this fades to black, and then you just hear him like, oh no, the wall rider is inside yeah. you, and yeah. then you, you, just you just hear, hear the sound of him getting murdered. Yeah. And so it's you, like, ah, uh, that's the end, isn't that it? You are now the war rider. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the whistleblower yeah. thing clears any of this ending up, like, and I. Think it seems like nothing was solved. I read it and it seems to wrap it up pretty well. But so I won't you, spoil it for you. Yeah. If you plan on playing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All you did was, you, I mean, all you achieved by entering this place was, I mean, you filmed a bunch of stuff, but I'm assuming that your camera was lost eventually. Mm. Uh, if there was like a, like an ultimate cut or something, like a director's cut of the game, right? Where like they interspersed the whistleblower parts with this. Yeah. Started with it. Went through this, yeah, cut yeah, and change, and then make, like yeah. ended with the whistleblower as opposed to like all of this, all of that. Mm. I think it'd be better because like this, it's just like you go through all this, the horror stuff, and then at about the the seven eighths mark, they're like, all right, forget anything about horror. We're now sci-fi. Mm. So now you're doing Wolfenstein, and then. I don't know. I hate the whole sciencey bit at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was weird. And then you just die at the end, and then it turns yeah. out that you were. So, like, literally nothing was solved except you killed Chris Walker and mm. you killed the original Aura, but then you just became him anyway, so, you know. Nothing was solved in that sense. I'm. I'm gonna look up and see if the ending, like. 
the whistleblower ending addresses that, but I yeah, won't okay. say anything to Alrighty. you. I'll just give vague, like... All right. Well, I've got some reviews to do. So it got an 80 on Metacritic on the PC version, which I think was the one that had the most reviews for it. Yeah. Uh, gaming Trends gave it 93. Don't know who Gaming Trends are, but... I mean, Gaming Trend, not plural, sorry. Uh... Red Barrels have done a fantastic job combining an intensely disquieting setting, a unique visual look, and an incredibly effective camera gimmick to assure that nobody escapes Mount Massive without a few nightmares. Yeah. Decent mm-hmm. review. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, there was, there was like, there was, it was mostly positive that I looked at, but there were some like pretty bad reviews or like low reviews. So Game Revolution gave it a 60 and said, as a budget Steam release, Outlast offers some cheap thrills for fans of the survival horror genre. Unfortunately, its underwhelming visuals, combined with Red Barrel Games' over-reliance on jump scares ahead of more psychological frights, made my experience with it feel similar to walking through a haunted house. It's scary, but not in a very clever way. Mm. I didn't think it was too many jump scares in it. Like, I just think... I mean, I think jump scares are the cheapest form of horror. Yeah, uh, oh, definitely, like, but I... I don't know, were there that many in this? <sighs> Not really, but they really try and force them onto you. You'll see someone just walk across in the distance and be like, Ba-doom! Yeah, I guess. Like, it's like, ah. I guess, I don't class musical jump scares as that much. But they, they're like, it's, they're artificially making it scarier, right? I mean, I guess. I guess, but that's the like, I guess part it, of Yeah, one could argue, yeah. So. Like, if it had no music, would it really be that scary? I was going to say, yeah. If it was, if there was no music, I think it would be more atmospheric atmospherically scarier I guess you'd also it would be a lot harder because you wouldn't know when you're getting chased by someone yeah so I don't know the music's good to know when someone's looking for you Uh, and on the and then I had a user I had there's a user review that gave it zero Mm. uh, and I also had one that gave it ten yeah I was Um, probably the zero yeah well I don't know you this person played other horror games to compare it to so well it's nice it was you uh so the 10 said one of the scariest games I've ever played it brings me back to the good old days of Resident Evil for PlayStation without the ability to defend myself I didn't know Resident Evil I thought you had guns in Resident yep, Evil certainly. the only way to survive is to run 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 it's realism for the it's it's realism is the fact that you can't fight back you can only hide do not underestimate the horror in this game 10 Hitman41165 oh said a lot of things and yeah, he's got bad grammar but I think that's just he doesn't have spaces after he still yeah, stops yeah there's a lot of like reds quick rewinds read this review before rating you might change your mind it's four hours long when amnesia is a whole eight hours or nine if you're a completionist it's around 20 euros on steam when you can get amnesia for 15 amnesia knows how to build an atmosphere and how to play its cards while this game only uses jump scares he, he liked amnesia this guy apparently Amnesia's atmosphere was based on the spooky dark nature of everything, the environments, the noise, jump scares being very few and far away from each other. It's monsters which you have to hide from, which really give you the sensation that you had as a child when the lights went off and you were afraid of monsters getting out of your closet and the story is just perfect in all details while our last is boring. That was a long sentence. Knees revising. (laughs) Consider revising. Amnesia had gameplay in the form of puzzles which helped you wonder what will be in front of the mysterious locked door while Outlast only had quick time events. That is what he has to say. And that, As for some reason... that's, like, seen Amnesia gameplay, I... Yeah, I agree. I guess. But, I mean, his entire review is, like, Amnesia's better than it, so therefore it's a zero. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't give it a zero. I think it's but... a zero, yeah. Um, well, there you go. What are you giving this? Oh, God. I have a. I, I didn't think about this I at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was okay. Like 
I enjoyed the like weird, you know, mystery of like, oh, what's it actually all about? It, it didn't really like come together as much as I thought it was going to. Uh, I don't know. I can give it like seven. I don't think give it more than seven. Oh, I'll give it six. I didn't like. I didn't love it. I thought it was good, but I didn't love it. And it was short, so I'll give it six. I was going to say, mine is uh, six out of ten possible batteries you can hold. Ah. Uh, do yeah. you know how to I think I got to ten. Yeah. So, I think I got, I got up to like eight at one point and then um, used a bunch. <clears throat> I think this is my lowest reviewed game we've done. Yeah, it's. I think I've given a six. I don't know what I gave but... Shadow of the Colossus, but this is probably my lowest... Yeah, I think I gave either this or ha- I said off Colossus or Halo a six. I think I only gave Halo a six because I don't like Halo. Mm. Yeah, I um, the horror is kind of like it's kind of cheap. Like it's nice, it's good horror at times, but other times it's just like, okay, enough with the musical stings. I don't need more. Um, mm. the feeling of getting chased is like it's that's good horror. The sort of atmosphere is good, but then they kind of shoot themselves in the foot with the science bit at the end. Yeah. I didn't need that. That that whole ending bit sort of irks me a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think as a game it's good, but it really... I can't say I hate the gameplay because I do like walking simulators. Like, you know, your fire watches, your gone homes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's kind of a walking simulator yeah, it sort kind of is. Of. It sort of is. There's not yeah. a lot of gameplay other than there's just running, run, well. crouch, hide in locker, hide under bed. That's mm. about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing that's most walking simulators you can't actually die, right? Uh, you can die in this, but no, like, yeah. that's I, about the only difference. Yeah. I'm giving it a six out of ten. Yeah, possible batteries you can hold. Yeah. Did I ever? Even, did I ever end up actually fully making my point that I made at the start where we didn't record it and I had to re-record? Like the fact that you, I'll repeat it now in case I didn't. The I fact that you, as you, the longer you play it, like as you progress in, you sort of get used to what the mechanics are going to be and what mm. isn't isn't going to happen. You can predict where these, what these people are going to do, and who's going to be like a murderer, who's not. And really, there's only like three or four people that actually are murderers in this game, like that want to kill you. Yeah. So, like, most of the other inmates are just trying to be spooky, but they're not going to... There's a lot of just, like, people standing behind a door, like, oh, I'm going to kill you, or, like, someone will slam a door, or... Yeah, yeah. But none of it's, like... uh, I I think I'm being too hard on this game, but also, like, I'm biased against horror games as it is. Comparing yeah. this and Resident Evil is like night and day. I think Resident Evil is leagues above this, despite playing like crap and being ugly as all hell. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... But in terms of even horror, that game, I was like way more on edge with that game. Mm, I guess they also like that. They they do add a few things as you go with that one. Like, you know, you got the frog yeah. people. There's you've a sense got the of like weird, skittish gameplay people progression, later. whereas this one's just like. Oh look! Now you're sidling along a, in a like a ledge. Yeah, it's just I'm being chased by a dude in this area now instead, yeah. and I have to go to the next area. Yeah. yeah, the gameplay doesn't evolve. The stuff you're playing in the first five minutes, it will play exactly the same in the last five minutes. Like, yeah, and I mean it is a, it's a short game. It's not like I trying not, to be yeah, yeah. epic, but yeah, I yeah. think that also. I mean that does it comes into part of the rating. I think. Mm. Um, well, yeah, 
Do you, so, yeah, you got anything else I think to that's say? That's a good idea. Um, yeah. we, we did a short one for once. I mean, this is still probably, once I add in the cutscenes, it'll run more than an hour and a half, but yeah. that's short for us these days. Yeah, we, so uh, we've gotten good at the long If ones. you don't like long episodes, enjoy this one. If you do, there's plenty of other long episodes yes. <laughs> that you can listen to. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's our Outlast episode. Yeah, this, so is, this will come out on the 8th, I believe. November 8th. Yeah. Yep. So, souls that we were late for Halloween, but hey, hey. we didn't plan far enough ahead. To re- yeah, we we're already... kind of we're kind of in like Christmas season now, right? Are there any Christmas games? Yeah, well, well I'd say for the month of uh, December, we should do Christmas games if we can. If they're a good, I'm going to look games. up Christmas games right now. There's a few games that are set on. Oh, we could do uh, Arkham Origins, isn't that on Christmas? It is. Oh, but... it's also Arkham Origins. Well, we don't have to. I, I haven't started. Uh, playing anything else yet why oh i think this is games you should buy at christmas because when i look up christmas games it has given me star wars jedi fallen order call of duty modern warfare what's nba 2k20 what's that one with the zombies it's got d in it dead rising yeah that's at christmas the fourth one isn't it Yes. But that's the fourth one as well. And then it's also like, I don't think that's a real story sort of game. No, not really. The best holiday themed video games to play this Christmas. Super Mario Odyssey Snow Kingdom. Well, oh, we can play the Overwatch Christmas event. Do you want to uh, do yeah, a, let's review that, that, that for a whole episode. Oh, oh. All right, let's do the uh, Destiny 2 Christmas event. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> Dead Rising 4, Hitman 2 as a Christmas event. Oh, there's a bunch of mobile. There's not really games. many games set on Christmas. Yeah, is there really isn't. Eh? Arkham Origins. Yeah. There's yeah. a Saints Row Four DLC. We might come out oh, with there's something. Nothing here. We'll, we might. Yeah, we might cool. do like we'll a. Some. We might do some sort of special thing. This is me just completely coming out with this out of nowhere. But like a special thing where we do a roundup of a bunch of Christmas things that are for this yeah. that are new this year. Yeah, that would make sense. A bunch of Christmas events that are new this year. Yep. Maybe. All right. That. Well, anyway, you can find us uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash passplaygaming, and Insta, Twitter, Twitter at passplaygaming. Go to YouTube. Just yeah, go to YouTube. You can, yeah, search, well, yeah, search passplaygaming, or click on the link in the description, because I'm not yeah. sure we're like, we get yeah. much search right. optimization. Let's see what happens if you search passplaygaming. There is YouTube. another channel called passplaygaming yeah, that's also, but they haven't posted for like three years, so I thought it was fine. Passplaygaming. Um, Maybe we're getting a little bit better now that we post more videos, but I don't know. People don't actually watch them, so, you know. They have 404 subscribers. Yeah, they haven't posted so, them for ages, though. Hey, smash that smash that like button. Smash Let's that get... subscribe button. If you listen to this, subscribe to our YouTube Just just Cause, like. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. We'll, do we'll play some Next Just Cause. Next episode is Just Cause, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and apart from that, you know, co- like, any, okay, YouTube, or I guess you can direct messages on one of these things but like tell us stuff tell us stuff that you like tell us stuff that you don't like like give us critiques do you like my reviews yeah do you like the system or do you wish you just be a regular person and review things out of 10 to be fair he did this episode episode, he did do it out of 10 Mm. you know yeah tell us what you like tell us what you don't like we want to make it as better and you know what people want to see so tell your friends about it and you know help us out yeah get more people to watch it listen to it whatever they do to things Spotify that's... yeah we're on Spotify we're on everything like you can I mean if you've listened to this you probably know where we are places but shows.acast.com slash passplaygaming I think with dashes between the words is like the actual 
home of the site, but there's lots of ways to get to it. You can find us on every podcasting thing that really We're not exists. too hard to find. No. We're, we're all over the podcasting platforms. So, with that, uh, I've been Matthew. I've been Ben. And this has been the Past by Gaming podcast, and we will talk to you again in two weeks' time. Bye.